If you're looking for a great guided walking tour in County Clare, then today's episode is for you. We are going to talk about Ennis and the Burren and of course the Cliffs of Moher. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about the Aran Islands. This is such a fun episode with a really energetic guest and I can't wait for you to hear it. If you are thinking about an Ireland vacation next year, now is the time to start planning. I have a new planner and journal, and it follows the exact steps I use to plan my own Ireland travel and tours. It has four sections, planning, itinerary, Welcome again to the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today we are heading west to County Clare and we are going to talk about, gosh, there are so many things in County Clare. So we're going to talk about a lot. Um, but if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that you do not need to take notes. All you have to do is go to your podcast app, click the um, show notes, and we'll take you right to a web page where you will find links to absolutely everything that we discussed today in the podcast. So as I said, we're heading west. We're going into County Clare, and my guest today is Ollie Gleason. Now, Ollie owns a tour company called Ollie's Tours, and he is based in County Clare. Actually, when I met him two years ago, he had just launched his first tours of his hometown of Ennis. And he still offers the best of Ennis walking tour, as well as a couple of other Ennis options. So I think we're going to begin there because Ennis isn't, I mean, it's kind of a base when people are thinking about uh, coming into or out of Shannon Airport. Ennis is quite oftentimes where they base, but I don't know that they think of Ennis as some place to tour. So let's touch on that first. Hello, Jody. how are you? Um, <laughs> I'm in Boppin Farm here. So Ennis, yes. Um, Ennis, for those of you that don't know, is just 15 minutes away from Shannon Airport. That is a huge thing. For anyone that is flying to Ireland that doesn't just want to go to Dublin, Shannon Airport is like a great option, okay? It's a nice, quiet airport. It's not stressful whatsoever. Um, I love flying to and from Shannon. It's my preferred airport, and, you know, it's been closed for the last couple of years uh, for international yeah. travel. So it's good to see that the routes are coming back, and uh, and you can get in and out of Shannon now. So if that is an option for you, I highly recommend it. You and me both. Uh, yeah, so Ennis is just 15 minutes away from that. People love to use Ennis as like a hub spot, because... Uh, let's say you arrive into Shannon, you maybe stay in one of the nice hotels in Ennis, maybe the Old Ground, the Temple Gate, a hotel, Woodstock, things like that. 
you can set yourself up for a holiday of a lifetime or a real Irish experience. You have the Burren 20 minutes away. You have the Cliffs of Moher, just a 35-minute drive away. The likes of Doolin, um, all like, like a loop head. They're all within like less than an hour driving distance from your doorstep. Not to mention it's the capital of Irish traditional music. So if you're after that like pub scene, and this is mighty crack. I'm going out for a few pints later. I can't wait. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your best of Ennis walking tour and cool. kind of what, you know, what is it about Ennis that, that people maybe don't know? Uh, well, first of all, it is Ireland's friendliest town. Uh, it's been voted that a few times now. Uh, it, is, it has a population of 25,000, you know, I'm not here to list off population numbers now, but what you might find interesting is, although it's a population of 25,000 people, we have 54 pubs. Is that a drinking problem, Jody? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we have 54 pubs. Like even in the last 200 years, uh, Ennis is traditionally a market town. and It has seen brain drains, famines, uh, mass recessions, pandemics, you name it. We, we've had it all. And yet there are still 54 pubs open and operational today in Ennis. Um, so people really like to come here for the pub scene, the music scene, and uh, yeah. Terrific, terrific. So if people are using Ennis as that, kind of that hopping off point, mm -hmm. um, you know, what? obviously you said that you're less than an hour from some really terrific spots and sites to see. So yeah. let's go and and go into some of the other tours that you have because you've expanded quite a bit since the last time we spoke you have tours in the Burren you have tours at the Cliffs of Moher which we kind of touched on um Doolin beautiful little town and then even out to the Aran Islands so let's talk a little bit about these tours that you do and why people should consider uh joining you for one or more during their trip yeah um so basically, my dream was always to have, to showcase real, authentic Irish experiences. Like, uh, Business-wise, I'm learning as I go. <laughs> but, that was more, but that was always a dream, to, to, to give people a real, authentic Irish experience. So I now have five tours that run daily around the county. Uh, I don't do them all. Um, I, I, I'm not Superman. Uh, so I have four other tour guides that uh, work with me. They're all far better than I'll ever be. I actually learned from them, Jody, if I'm they, they teach me a thing or two. Um, yeah, five tours. Um, we just spoke about the best of Venice walking tour. I have the Cliffs of Moher and hiking tour from Doolin. That is by far the most popular. Uh, people love that one or a three-hour hike uphill. Uh, I have an Aran Island day trip off to Inishir from Doolin. Uh, that's a really good tour if you're looking to take the stress out of any trip to the Aran Islands. Sometimes the Aran Islands, if you don't know what you're doing, it can be a little bit stressful navigating the boats, navigating where to go when you get off the pier. You just take that stress away and you just come with us. We'll show you our, our cool hotspots. Um, we have the Doolin food tour, which was my little baby last year. That was a tour I was nurturing. Okay, Food tours aren't really a thing in Doolin. I was the first and only food tour. So I really wanted to showcase the foodie entrepreneurs in the area. And so what people love about that tour is it's as much about the people as it is about the food. Yes, loads of food, but also you get to meet a lot of people. And I have to ask, do you have Anthony's on there? Anthony to Doolin, I don't. I don't have him on there. I don't have him on there. 
Um, but but you're not the first person to complain. My neighbor is actually the head chef. He's always giving oh, out to me. Fabulous. <laughs> Tomorrow's always giving out to me. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have it on. I don't. Um, but uh, I also do a burn and hiking tour. Now, the burn, can I just talk about the burn for a second? Yes, please. There is a misconception about the burn in Ireland. People hear about it a lot and they're like, oh, I really want to go to it. And they think it's Disneyland. Like, you rock up, you park the car, you pay at the entrance, and in you go. And people get kind of confused and like it's actually just a general area, a large area. And the burn is so many things. It's like going to a county in some ways. Mm-hmm. So there isn't just one thing to do in the burn. So I do one particular um, hike that I just love in the burn. Um, it's called the Lockavella Farm Loop. It's free to do. Nearly all my tours, like bar one or two of them, you can probably do by yourself for free. I just bring them to life a little on my tours. That might be some. That might be one reason you might want to come. But the Lockavella Farm Loop is in the middle of nowhere, Jody. It's twenty-five minutes away from Ennis, about thirty-five from Doolan and the cliffs. Mm-hmm. It really is in the middle of nowhere. We do an hour and a half loop uh, in through like this really rocky landscape, and at the very end, we get to meet a local farmer. He owns the land. He comes. He has tea, coffee. And a few sweet treats with us, and he talks to us about his land. It's actually really good. It's very cool. Sounds great. Yeah, I think I blabbed on for long enough there. Do you have any questions about any of the particular oh, stuff? I, there are so many things we could still talk about because um, you just kind of gave us a little bit of an overview. So, why do you think people should spend more time in County Clare? Because I, I know that when I talk to people, they, you know, especially. Um, tourists who are are used to traveling rather quickly and yeah. you know that they, they kind of have these maybe two spots in county clare at the top of their list and i'm sure you can you can name them off as easily as i can the cliffs of moore and bud randy castle yes um, good spot um so you know so those are probably the two main focal points in the county but i've always said that that really you could do an entire vacation in that county and feel Easily. like you're experiencing Ireland. So let's, um, you know, talk a little bit about why people should maybe consider spending a bit more time in Clare. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. I, the likes of Galway, lovely. Dublin, great crack. If you ever get to go to Dublin, you'll have a bopper of a time. Like, do, like there's nothing against any of those. I think why i just love my beautiful county and it comes back to a bit with the old pandemic i got the the privilege of falling in love with my county all over again there last year two years ago um with lockdowns i just had to re-explore the beauty and the landscape jody you could spend a year here and not see it all you know um you read the, the the people are just so welcoming you walk into any pub and you'll feel at home uh, you can strike up a conversation with absolutely anyone. It's not overly expensive in some ways like that. It's not like the the city prices or anything like that. And it, it really has something for everyone. Like if you want that rural pub scene, you go to Doolan. If you want that kind of vibey, busy type of a town scene, you go to Ennis. If you want uh, to live in the middle of absolute nowhere, you can rent out a castle, I'm absolutely sure, and, and live like a prince. There's a something for every type of a holiday in County Clare. Um, like you could spend, I always say to people, don't rush your time in Clare. 
too many people, and you probably see it yourself, they pack it in, they pack in the Cliffs of Moher trip and they're gone. And I always try, like, plan the cliffs as a day trip. <laughs> like, go to the cliffs and then leave time to visit Doolan after or to just wander, because you will find things to do en route, I promise you. That is so true. There, you can, oh gosh, there's so, there's Corkscrew Hill, which I always love driving up because the views mm -hmm. from that are so beautiful um, out over, you know, over the rocks and then the fields and then out out to the ocean, but um, County Clare, just the, the food scene is incredible there. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing the produce that, that comes out of those rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, not only that, but just, the, I think the thing that makes County Clare so special, at least for me, is that you have loads and loads of uh, artisans and entrepreneurs and small businesses. And the thing that really sticks out to me is that everybody kind of bands together to promote everybody else. It's really a, a huge feeling of community just almost throughout the county uh, that I don't think you find in in a lot of places. I, I agree, like I'm a business owner. Like, at the end of the day, like I have a business, I need to make money, so in theory, Another tour guide is my competition, uh, but that's not really how it works in Clare. Like, uh, uh, Pat Sweeney does the exact same tour as me at the Cliffs Moor, and we work every day together. We're like best buddies. Like he's doing a tour for me tomorrow morning. I'm doing for, I'm doing a tour for him next week. Uh, like in theory, we're direct competition. We shouldn't be friends at all, and yet everyone is so welcoming. The way we see it is, if you have a nice time in Clare, we, we will all benefit. Uh, and and that's how it works. That is that is so so true. So back to your tours. Um, yeah. How can people book into one of your experiences, one of your five? And if they're booking into more than one, uh, obviously they need to be staying more than one day. You're probably not going to want to book in two tours in a day. It could be pushing it a little bit, yeah. It actually depends. It, it really does depend. Like I, I have people doing more than one tour a day. Um, uh, fair play to them, you know. <laughs> um, like some people are constricted to time. So like they did the cliff tour in the morning, the food tour in the afternoon. That's very much possible. That's Lots very people cool. do that. Um, I have people doing the Iron Island tour in the morning and the Burren tour in the evening. That'd be tough enough now. But generally, one tour you'd be very happy with. Um, I have limited places on every tour. Uh, which wasn't really a problem ever because I'd never really had full tours. I'm small. I'm not huge at all. Uh, but like it's only 12 people or less on every tour. You'll never have more than 12 on any of my tours. But this year, <laughs> they're filling up <laughs> uh, big time. Uh, so you can book online on my website. It's ollie'stours.com. You'll probably leave a link somewhere. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram. I, I spend probably way too much time on Instagram, Jody. I've been uh, watching your Instagram growth this year and it has yeah. been it has been really, really quick. You're you're rocking the ground. Yeah, it's uh it's uh some look, some way too much time spent on that. Um <laughs> lovely app. But yeah, I do I share a lot of tips on Ireland in general on my Instagram. Like if you if you have any worries or concerns about coming to Ireland, check it out. You might 
I might relax your worries for a few minutes anyway. Um, and, and they are really good tips. So after you check out mine. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. great, great, great Insta, great Insta. Big, <laughs> big fan, big fan. Um, but yeah, you know, um, so you can book online. Uh, I'm also on Airbnb experiences. Um, oh, very nice. You can book there. It's, it's a little cheaper on my website. I'm not going to lie, but. Booking direct is always the way to go. Booking direct, yeah. You know. I actually do love working with Airbnb. They're, 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 they're one of my favorite platforms that sell my tours. So you can message people directly and things like that. I like it. Big fan. Um, yeah. So speaking of Airbnb, um, let's talk a little bit about accommodations in Ireland. Uh, what do you think? Where do you think people should base themselves when they're in Clare? What do you think is the prime base? You're going to say Ennis, aren't you? Well, like... I'm from Ennis, so I think Ennis is the best place in the world, but I'll try and take away my lovely bias there. Uh, Ennis is a good place uh, because Cliff's 35 minutes away, Bonratti 10 to 15 minutes away. Um, loads of pubs, capital of Irish traditional music, live music every single night of the week, loads of, hit, loads of um, culture, loads of history, friendly people. Right, there's my Ennis plug, done. Um, <laughs> uh, Doolan, great place. Uh, Tough to find accommodation, it can be, uh, but if you get it, if, like it, it is available. It's not like it's impossible. It's just you might want to get looking. Book at in it. advance. Book in advance. Yeah, you'll be fine. There's always some spare rooms available anyway. Um, the lovely place. It's a rural town. Uh, it's not like although it's inc like it's one of the most popular tourism destinations. It doesn't really feel like that when you're there. Like there is only I think four or five pubs in Doolan. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if and you if you stay in Doolan. And you're there in the evening when all the buses are gone. It's a different experience. It's really like even like the sunsets down by the pier. Mm -hmm. Like me, like you go down after one or two pints of cider, and you go down and have a look at the sunset. Well, if you don't fall in love there, you never will. You know, um, it really is a nice place. Also, Doolan's only ten minute drive from the cliffs of Moher, and again, if you're looking for that romantic sunset experience. Plunk yourself there. There's even a lot of um, B&Bs and stuff on the road between Doolan and the cliffs. They're also very nice. But uh, yeah, plunk yourself there and visit the cliffs after they close. Like maybe in, yeah. in the summertime, like June, July, up around eight or nine. Well, and you know, wow. I, I think a lot of people don't realize that the cliffs of more you can access at any time. Now, obviously, if you are accessing the um, the the cliff walk, um, you know, you are taking that into your own hands. Uh, you know, there there is no liability on the farmers. So if you do something that you shouldn't, um, it's on you. But yeah, the cliffs of more themselves can be accessed at any time. You don't have to only visit during those visitor hours. You just can't get into um, like the 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 uh, visitor center and things like that, you know, you have to access them a, a little bit different way. But I mean, that's that's open property. It is like the cliffs aren't owned by anyone. Like the land is owned by particular people, but like for the visitor center closes, I think it's like 7 p.m. or maybe 8 p.m. 7 or 8, depending on the month, yeah. Yeah, and like you can rock up, park your car for free and enjoy the sunset and what a sunset it, it will be. Jody, do you want to hear about a really cool experience? Yes, I do. Um, I have a VIP cliff tour. Oh, do tell. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's not cheap, not going to lie. It's not cheap at all. Uh, but if you're looking for something really cool, you can do a three-hour hike from Doolin to the cliff for Moher. Um, breathtaking route, by the way. Like, it, like, you will see the cliff in a way that barely any people see the cliff. When we get to the top, we have a luxury pod, glass pod rented out for you, private pod with a luxury champagne picnic uh, waiting for you in that pod, candlelit, sunset over the Atlantic Ocean. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, like if you're ever looking to propose, that's a good time to do it. I can help you organize it. <laughs> that um, sounds amazing. Yeah, so that is not available on my website. That is, so that's something you need to contact directly. You literally do, yeah. I, I, I'm only offering it to a few people and a few like luxury hotels that are interested. Uh, but yeah, if anyone's watching this podcast, message me. You now have the the deep inside info. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So before we wrap up, I know we've talked about quite a few places in County Clare, but if you had to tell people these are three spots, three experiences, or three things that you really have to do when you're in Claire, what would they be? You're going to want to share all these amazing sights and memories of your Ireland vacation in real time. For a hassle-free way to stay connected during your Ireland vacation, I recommend Wi-Fi Candy. This mobile data unit allows up to 10 devices to connect at once and works with phones, tablets, computers, cameras, if your device uses data, you can connect it to the Wi-Fi Candy. Visit wificandy.ie and use code IFVTRAVEL to save 10% on your order. Okay, have to do, like must do. Yeah, and, and, and you know, we're talking anything. Is there is there a pub that they just should not miss? Is there... Um, a food that they want <laughs> I just added more to your list <laughs> oh no that kind of narrows it down like obviously the cliffs more are, are on nearly everyone's bucket yeah. list so I, I won't say that um, but the Lock of Valla Farm Loop is one of my most favourite hikes in Ireland um, Lock of Valla um, if, again if you look at my Instagram I made a few videos about it or if you go onto my website you'll see yeah but um Again, you don't have to do a tour. It's not an upsell here at all. You can do that for free, no bother, built away. Uh, but that is a really cool hike because you get loads of different terrains on the hike. You get the forest, you get the rocky landscape, you get a lake, you get the countryside. It's really, really, really special. Um, secondly, I would really recommend you go to a GAA match. So Clare, unlike any county or like most counties in Ireland, play both sports. Uh, they play both hurling, which is with the sticks, and they play Gaelic football. Um, if you can catch a game, uh, that will be an amazing experience. If you really feel like a local, better yet, bring a local with you to explain the rules, because it can be a bit confusing, right? I know when I watch American football, I just have a clue what's going on, so I can imagine how you might feel. <laughs> so how... What's the easiest way for people to find a GAA match when they're in the area? There are there are websites, but unless you're local, like you won't really even know how to navigate the websites. In my personal opinion, like I find it hard to navigate the websites. 
I would ask people, and that's not being funny, walk into a pub and ask someone, when, is there a local GA game? Now, just break this down slightly. There's two types of games you can go to, like a county match, which is like maybe when County Clare play County Dublin or something like Cork, you know? They're like the top class games. They're like the Super Bowl type of games, the real professionals. Or you could have a club level, which is where like Ennis might play against Doolin, for example. Things like that, kind of smaller level. Each come with their own unique characteristics. <laughs> People will always still be shouting at the referee, however. <laughs> And my, third, and my third thing, um, my third thing, I love Lucas's pub in Ennis. Have you been? special about that one now? It's just really small. It's, it's never too crowded, but never empty. There's a nice little um, snug inside there. And it's really, really special. I just, it, it, it's a cozy pub. There's tunes in there if you want. There's a really nice, big smoking outdoor area in the back. Um, they do both pints of Guinness and pints of Beamish, which is rare. <laughs> uh, so you can compare the two types of stouts if you want. And uh, yeah, um, can I continue? I have other things. <laughs> <laughs> we have a few minutes. I suppose I can let you, let you share a few more of the highlights of Claire. Visit the Burren Brewery in Listoon Verna. Oh, nice. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's actually on my food tour. Uh, we do visit and we go behind the scenes even further on the food tour. But even if you don't do the food tour, if you go there, uh, they have, it's Ireland's smallest professional craft brewery. And they create a beer there called Euphoria. And Jody, it does what it says on the tin. <laughs> A half pint of that and you'll be feeling like everything is good, man. Um, <laughs> trust me. Uh, yeah, okay. I won't blabber on too much because we'll, I'll waste everyone's time. But no, those that, are yeah. great, some great tips. Um, I especially love the GAA match and then the the brewery in Liz Dunbarana because that's something that you don't you don't hear about a lot. You know, people obviously Guinness, uh, you know, maybe Smittix. But uh, I love I love that last one. That's a great tip. This guy's stout is is considered one of the, one in the top five percentile of all stouts on this planet Earth. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Very nice. So maybe you would need to try that against the Guinness. Uh, you would belt away. You know, you it's an acquired taste, as Peter says. <laughs> Jody, I just see in the background. Do you have a picture of a uh, Dunagore Castle in the background? That one? I think. Yeah, that's it, is it? It is. It is. I bought uh, that at um I bought that at the uh at Moore Cottage. Oh Moore Cottage. Okay, lovely spot. Yep, yep, I I like that. It's uh it's a really great spot for a coffee and to pick fudge. up some some fudge <laughs> and to pick fudge up some good. really nice little trinkets as well. So yeah, not so bad. Um yeah. Um, I tell a great story about that castle. That's why I saw it. Dunagore, you know, do you want to share a little bit about it? Because Dunagore is so, I mean, it's picture perfect, right? Where it's sitting with the water behind it, you know, it's, it's wall, but. Do you know much about it? All you can do is look at it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know much about it? Not really. Yeah. it, it, It is pretty much to most people. It's just like a castle that looks pretty. Um, there's a dark history behind it. <laughs> dark history. I don't know if I'd like to spend a night there, if I'm honest with you. Um, 
like when it was first built, it was in like the 1500s. At the same time, a country you might have heard of them, Spain, um, they decided to invade England and they built a bunch of ships known as the Spanish Armada. And they tried to invade England. I'm going to summarize this now, but they, they failed anyway. It wasn't a great invasion. <laughs> And uh, they they, had, they were forced to retreat, but they, with, with all the wind and all the things that were happening, they had to come up over the north of England, around the west coast of Ireland, and down that way. Some of the ships t- decided to hug the coast and weren't really aware of the all the map structure of Ireland. It was the 15th century, you know, it wasn't very accurate, so they didn't know that Ireland was so jiggity jaggedy, and so a lot of ships got wept up onto shore. Uh, now that meant a lot of Spaniards were. were coming onto the Irish shore. And they, England were nervous that if Spanish people started making friends with the Irish, your enemy is my enemy, here, here, here. And so they ordered all of the Spanish to be dealt with, uh, mainly executed. And 172 Spanish Spaniards were executed in the walls of Dunagor Castle, home. Yeah, would you like to live there, Jodie? <laughs> I still man. might, I still might. <laughs> But, you know, that is just one of the stories that you can tell or that you do tell on your tours. So if you want some really good history, some really great fun, um, Ollie is the guy to track down in County Clare, connect with him and uh, do a tour or two. It'll it'll be a highlight. Tours, tours, tours. Yeah. And uh, if you have any questions about anything, do hit me up because I love answering questions. Excellent. Well, Ollie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. You have so much, so much history and great stories to share about Claire. And it's just, it's always so fun to chat with you. Jody, no problem. I'm actually going to hurling training now in the next 20 minutes. So enjoy. Luck to you. Don't break anything. <laughs> I need it. I know. <laughs> if you thought listening to Ollie just on the podcast was fun, he is so much fun in person. So definitely, if you are visiting the areas of West Clare, Central Clare, be sure to check out his tours. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, you can leave a review on the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page, or take a screenshot and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations on Instagram with a few kind words. If you have questions or comments, you can always email me directly, Jody at IrelandFamilyVacations.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, Slangafol. <laughs>